0: Welcome to the Veterinary Success Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Douglas, and today we're going to have a radio show. We're going to talk through a topic that's come up quite a bit in recent conversations, which made me want to dig into it a little bit more. We're going to actually uh, dig through and pick apart an article from Dr. Peter Weinstein, who's a guest on episode 37. A, hey, you should go check out that episode if you haven't listened to it because Peter's uh, full of wisdom, um, but we are going to dive into that here in just a moment. And uh, before we do, we're going to hit our sponsors that make the show possible, and we'll be right back. If you're struggling to attract new staff or your team is experiencing burnout, pick up your phone and call Guardian Vets. Through virtual team solutions like after-hour triage, daytime virtual receptionists, callbacks, and telemedicine, Guardian Vets can help you have happy staff, happy clients, and a thriving business. Go to www.guardianvets.com and check Veterinary Success Podcast in the Where Did You Hear About Us section to get a free consultation and receive 50% off your first month of service. Don't wait. Check out guardianvets.com now. You've heard me talk about the opportunity in urgent care. So VetCheck believes in the power of your capacity to influence your patients, patient families, and be a leader in your community. How they do this is by giving you the freedom to take ownership of your future to make the biggest impact in your patients' lives. They equip you with a turnkey opportunity to take action on the dream through a unique pathway to owning your own VetCheck Pet Urgent Care Center franchise. They provide a solution to remove obstacles like competing against corporate dollars in the community that you want to be in and having access to hospital ownership, medical directorship, and more. Also, you become a partner along the journey. A VetCheck Pet Urgent Care Center franchise is the answer. If you're interested, check out episode number 80, where I talk to Dr. Siva, and he shares more about his story and the opportunity. So if this sounds like something that's interesting you, reach out and learn how you can own your own VetCheck Pet Urgent Care Center franchise today by visiting vetcheckforpets.com, which again is vetcheckforpets.com. All right. So I hear I'm too busy. I uh, can't see anymore. No more, no more appointments. Marketing. I don't want to spend money on it. Uh, I have people scheduled out for months and months. Can't see new people. Um, but hey, I like. I would like more profitability. That sounds great. Um, how do I do that? Right? So sometimes it's not that you can't see or do more, but there might be an area to grow and expand margin that's overlooked. And I think that's online pharmacy. Now, before the eyes roll and the shouts of Chewy come through my headphones and you're yelling at me, um, it's not just me. right? So the, the very wise, as I You know, mentioned before, Dr. Peter Weinstein has written about this. Lots of other smart people have talked about it. There's an opportunity here. So, he wrote a piece for today's veterinary business titled Win Back the Drug Dollars back in 2020 in the summer. I think it is as valuable today as it was then. Um, And since I had so many different conversations, I was looking for a piece that I wanted to kind of dig into, read a little bit about, and then, you know, add some commentary as we go through. So, I think this one is super timely. So, as we jump in, first, people love home delivery. I mean, Amazon Prime is a thing because we love home delivery. (laughs) Kroger, which is a a grocery store chain near me, I think they're out of Ohio, is their home location. But uh, they do home delivery for a flat rate plus a minimum order size. It's great for a family with small little kids that don't always do well in the store. So a great point that Dr. Weinstein makes in his post is someone realizes they're out of their pet's flea product. They want to reorder it now, but don't want to pick it up. They go online, find the company that will give them the best price. Receive the product in their red box tomorrow. And he asks, can you do that? Can your clients go online and order a prescription refill from you? Or is it still a phone call, which is only during hours? Your receptionist responding, I'll ask the doctor. Locating the patient record, finding the doctor who prescribed the medication, getting the okay, entering the okay in the medical system, filling the prescription, calling the client back, and saying the prescription is ready to be picked up or offering to mail it at an initial cost. OMG. (laughs) And I love that because it makes me laugh as well you have to ensure that it's easy or easier to be on a subscription ordering for their pets and and, and be able to anticipate needs versus being reactive. Convenience is one of the biggest drivers of adoption of anything, right? As humans, we are extremely lazy. We're getting better at being lazy um, year after year because we can just pick up our phone and do everything we want to do. You want food? It's DoorDash. You want a ride? It's Uber or Lyft. You want to buy stuff. And like, it is so easy to do everything from our phone. So take note of how you interact with services and what you like versus the time that it's like, Oh, I have to call. I have to do this. I have to jump through hoops to get this stuff done. Well, no duh. No wonder people aren't going to want to order stuff because they can go on chewy and it's easy. So how do you make it simpler? And so Peter goes on to add to earn the trust of your clients. You have to be the go-to source of knowledge about their pets, healthcare. You need to also understand that millennials innately do not trust the healthcare fields and I want to add here, and if it triggers someone, so be it, right? I think just medical advice in general over the last handful of years has hit kind of a rock bottom, right? There's been a lot of stuff that's been said that hasn't necessarily been true, and more people are going to question things, and they're going to want to pull up Google, and they're going to want to use Twitter, and they're going to want to go here, and they're going to cross-reference stuff, and you might not like that, but you have to understand, like, that's what's happening, and It's not as bad in vet med, but that's still going to be kind of the way that they're going to look at it is going to say, well, I want to check this. So it's better to just be real with your clients. Explain how it's been, explain. There's been some issues, maybe what's changed and why you can be the source of knowledge and what you're working to, you know, help them with. And as a consumer, you know, the non DVM here, we don't know jack about veterinary medicine, teach us and use social media and videos to dumb it down for me, right? Keep it simple, be the expert that I'm seeking. Tell me about it more than once. So the rule of seven is an old marketing adage that it says someone needs to see or hear your message at least seven times before they take action. Repeat the message in a variety of formats. It's critical. Don't reinvent the wheel every time. I always laugh, right? I was watching football yesterday, right? So I'm recording this on Monday morning. Yes, it's late. Um, I understand I want to t- typically get these out on Sundays. Um, the weekend just did not work the way that I hoped. But anyways, so enough with that story. But the idea is, you know, I'm watching... A football game, family's over, and there's an advertisement for Bud Light. Everyone knows what Bud Light is, right? Everyone knows what Bud Light is. McDonald's, same thing. Nike. We know these brands exist. Why do they still pay money for marketing, right? They're wanting to keep telling us, right, and being in front of us all the time. There's nothing new in a beer commercial, right? People know what beer tastes like. Um, We know that Bud Light stinks, right? At least that's my opinion. Um, So... But they keep doing it because they want that repeat message in a variety of different formats to make sure that we're top of mind when people go in and purchase something. So many owners, so many veterinarians need to understand that their patients need this same kind of thing for information from you, right? So instead of maybe using the marketing dollars and cents that you were going to spend to attract new, use it to educate the current patients and, and get them so that they're going to fully be bought in because if you're scheduling out months and months and months and months, okay, you can't bring in more new people. Well, let's get the people that you have and get them to be the best clients that you can, right? And so just explain to them, this is how we operate. This is what we do and let them know this is the process. Peter continues, a well-managed and thought out online pharmacy can provide a comparable profit or yeah. Comparable profit for your practice without, the need to order inventory in stock, the need to fill a prescription and overhead costs. Remember that making a dollar profit from your online pharmacy is better than making nothing or losing money when you approve an internet prescription refill request. Also, you remain in control. I don't know how many people are tracking how many internet prescriptions they are filling. I think that is actually something that would be a good thing to start doing with a practice manager or, or someone on the team to like try to be tracking that stuff and seeing what's the kind of the 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 leaky bucket that you have there i'm going to tell you it's probably more than what you think so he goes on and says create a competitive online marketplace for products that you're losing to e-merchants the so-called super products such as heartworm flea tick and pain meds earn your client's trust on the product lines while you slowly build out the rest of your pharmacy to meet the needs for cost and convenience antibiotics insects, corticosteroids and histamines Ophthalmolics, which I mispronounce, and you can make fun of me, otics, etc. And so I'm sure I said a couple of those things wrong. It's fine. My medical jargon is not as good as yours. Um, I've seen and, and I've heard them speak a couple of different times, but Vetsource, right? So first, if anyone from Vetsource is listening, need to have you come on the show, and we want to dig in to more details, I'm going to try to make that happen. Listeners as well but it's an online pharmacy and I see it used a lot. It seems fairly easy to implement. And I ask questions like, Hey, how's this work? And do you like it? And most people are like, yeah, it's fine. You know, um, but I don't think many people are leveraging it to its full capabilities and they just kind of offer it and say, Hey, hopefully someone will use it cause it's there, right? Like go to my website, click three links and there's this pharmacy button. And, and I think you should use it, make it easy, make it prominent, make people understand, give it the, the attention it deserves. And what if you say, I say, I don't care about the profits piece. Um, I'm good. I'm making more than enough money. And that's great. What about compliance? Better medicine happens when there's better compliance. Everyone knows this. So Peter adds, what about client compliance? Your online pharmacy is a compliance boosting machine. Think about auto refills for chronic meds without the phone calls. Think about a process to let you know that a prescription wasn't filled. Think about all the pets whose owners stopped giving thyroid medications because they ran out of pills those clients can automatically get a refill in their mailbox until the time comes for a recheck and follow-up testing. Boom. I think this, if anything else, is huge. If you want to say, I want to take our care to the next level. I want to be better. I want to be the best place that people can go. This to me is the reason and how you frame it to clients. Hey, for us to do our job effectively and the best that we can, this is how we do it. This is it. And again, if you have a waiting list of tons of people and someone does not want to you know, listen and, and operate the way that you want to run your business. Just tell them, Hey, sorry, this is not how we're going to do this. This is how we're going to, and you need to price stuff competitively. You can't be, you know, way out of line. But I think if you give the consumers what they want and a client, what they want, which is a happy, healthier pet. And you, the person, the veterinarian is who I work with. And I know that you are going to give me what I need. Yes, price matters, but so does the relationship. Build and grow that relationship. Let them know, Hey, the dollars you spend here, this goes back into the the local economy. This goes back into the pockets of people you see big box retailers. You know, it's going to shareholders, right? Sounds fluffy. I'm telling you, it matters. Educate, educate, educate. That is, that is the thing. It's the communication. It's the education, and it's explaining. This is how we do things here. I'll leave you with uh, Dr. Weinstein's final thoughts. He says, you can continue to do what you do, lose market share to the big box retailers and online sellers who are more convenient, more affordable. You can look to do the same thing and wait for change. You can wait for your colleagues to change, or you can look through the windshield to a brighter future in which you are control. It's not too late. That was in 2020, 2022, same situation. It is not drastically different. So it's up to you, adapt or die, push and try things. It's okay to fail. Let's say it fails. Good. Try it. No one does it. Oh, damn. That sucks. Adjust. People are buying this stuff. They need it for their pets. You know this. So you can iterate and make some changes and adjustments. I view it from a compliance and, and revenue lens, really, really attractive. It's overlooked. I know everyone's busy, but you don't need more appointments. You don't need more staff. You don't need more time. And online pharmacy is there to be, you know, an extension of the team. It's not adding more to the team. So it's all going to be an effort of process communication and education. Think about getting some training for the team to help them communicate better, to explain how the online pharmacy works, because that is something that, you know, you get that stuff on subscription, you get that stuff going out. Again, those dollars and cents will add up and that helps with uh, benefits for the team, that helps with increases in comp, that helps with, you know, people being able to stay and retain. So uh, to me, this makes a ton of sense and it's an opportunity when everyone is stretched for finding staff, keeping good people, um, I think practice uh, online pharmacies can be a way to generate more revenue to help be able to do some of those things. Because sometimes it's like, well, where's the money coming from? Here's an area. So with that, uh, feel free to reach out, join the Facebook group, tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me what you run into with issues. This is the first iteration of this conversation. There's going to be more. And again, hopefully we'll have some of the folks that are running some online pharmacies come in and chat. And this is going to be an area we dive into more. So. With that, thank you so much for listening and talk again soon. Thanks for listening to today's show. The comments made on today's show should now be taken as investment, tax, or legal advice.